I mean, that broker-client relationship is key. You know, most policies today are still sold through third-party brokers, you know, independent agents out there in the market that are actually touching customers. So being able to provide that broker with the tools that they need to be successful in the market is critical. So I'm pleased today to have Rob Ruello on. He is the Vice President of Cloud Strategy and Transformation at Oracle. Welcome, Rob. Thank you, Josh. Pleasure to be here. Um, maybe as a starting point, you could provide a little bit on your background and kind of how it led to where you are today and, and maybe a little bit more specifics on you know, what that role exactly means. Sure, absolutely. So uh, in my role, I'm currently uh, Vice President of Cloud Transformation and Strategy here at Oracle. And uh, it's actually a very exciting role. I actually work with uh, the CXOs of our clients to help them think about what they could do uh, innovatively and differently using uh, cloud, preferably our cloud. Um, But we work with a variety of clients across all different industry verticals, uh, financial services and insurance, obviously being a very important vertical for for Oracle and for our cloud business. Uh, Before Oracle, I was uh, vice president of digital transformation at Cognizant and uh, ran a consulting organization that was focused on helping clients, uh, most notably in the insurance uh, industry, uh, use digital assets like blockchain and uh, AI and ML to help change the way that they do business and interact with their customers. And prior to that, I've got, uh, you know, over 20-plus years of experience working across consulting and tech, so a variety of different roles. Um, so I guess, you know, what, what, what we're seeing right now in the insurance space is, obviously, it's, it's a hyper-competitive world. We're seeing a lot of our clients having to change the way that they do business, uh, you know, especially in light of the pandemic. Uh, a lot of the front-end uh, mechanisms that, uh, our customers are interested in is really to how, how to become more intimate with their customers to obviously drive consumption, drive, you know, a better relationship with their insurance company. And obviously you can see this, you know, on TV and, you know, radio and, and on the internet. I mean, there's just a plethora of, you know, consumer ads out there trying to establish, you know, brand relevance and recognition and to really create that persona, that personalized front end to, to these insurance companies. So that's one challenge that we see our clients really trying to, you know, to, to figure out, and that's how to become relevant and intimate with their customers using digital, using their digital platforms. On the back end, uh, that's really where the fun begins, and that's where we're seeing a lot of the innovation. So, you know, obviously clients in the insurance industry are about managing risk and pricing that risk, provide insurance products to their customers, whether it's life insurance, property and casualty. Uh, health insurance or, or even auto. So that risk management mechanism is something that we as a company, being Oracle, are working closely with our customers to help solve. And obviously with, you know, AI, ML, with, with analytics, we're able to take data across a variety of different platforms, across a variety of different sources, and build cross-reference models to help insurance companies really look at risk in different and creative ways. And that's something that I think will continue to evolve throughout the industry. And, you know, obviously it leads to more profitable, um, you know, growth for these insurance companies. They're able to 
better price risk into the premiums that they sell, and they're also better to you know they're they're better able to target customers that that they want to cover. So, you know, from a technology perspective, it's it's all about data, and it's all about trying to bridge those those gaps across that data. So, you know, I was having a conversation with with someone else, you know, just the other day, and their comment was, you know, insurers have more data than they know what to do with. So can you maybe explain, you know, you, you mentioned plugging gaps, but can you, can you maybe explain sort of the approach you're taking or, or sort of either how to help them better understand their data or better leverage their data through AI, ML, or other, other types of analytics? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, historically, when insurance companies price products, you know, they ask basic questions about, and you couldn't really get too personal, but they ask, you know, basic questions about where do you live, you know, demographics, you know, they, they were able to ask about, um, you know, highest level of education, et cetera, maybe pull a credit score. And then from that, they're able to triangulate and make some assertions about what your risk profile is using some pretty large, you know, vague sources of data. You know, now, uh, especially with the advent of social media, you can opt in and, you know, insurance companies are now able to tap into that as a source. So, you know, some customers are freely giving that information to insurance carriers and, you know, we're seeing people get targeted ads specifically from insurers based on, you know, data that's mined over social media. Auto insurers, you know, now there's devices that can be plugged into the dashboard of a car that gives, you know, the auto insurer better information about driving habits and aggressiveness and, you know, how frequently you're behind the wheel, et cetera. So these things, you know, didn't exist 10 years ago. And, you know, now we're seeing these new sources of data being able to be analyzed. And that's really where the rubber is going to meet the road. And again, it's all about managing risk. And it's also about customer acquisition. So, you know, insurance companies are fighting for the same pie. And, you know, there's only so many drivers in the United States. There's only so many homes that need homeowners insurance and, you know, obviously everybody's fighting over the same, uh, you know, the same addressable market. So how do you become relevant to consumers that are changing in demographics? And, you know, obviously, you know, the, the target demographic's getting younger. You know, you know, we've got people now that were born, you know, right around the year 2000 starting to enter the workforce and they're buying cars and they're buying homes. So, you know, targeting, you know, millennials is going to be completely different than targeting you know, someone that maybe was born in the baby boomer generation. So all of this information that's out there is going to be essential for these insurance companies to target those customers, build those relationships, keep these customers active throughout the lifetime of, of that relationship. You know, it's about building lifetime value, but it's also about understanding risk and pricing products. So, you know, we're, we're helping with all of that. And, uh, you know, as you know, Oracle provides you know, solutions that cover the life cycle of what most companies need. We've got CRM solutions that are, you know, bolted onto the front end of a sales cycle that take leads and prospects and turn them into paying customers. We've got ERP systems that our clients use to actually manage the day-to-day operations of their businesses, whether it's finance or accounting or supply chain or payables and receivables. And then we also sell uh, HRM systems, human resource management systems. And, you know, at the end of the day, banks and insurance companies are people. And, 
you know, although the way that the workforce has shifted over the course of the past 18 months, people are working from home, you don't see people in branch offices anymore, but, you know, there's still the need to provide ways for people to interact with customers and interact with their employers. So we're, we're involved in that whole life cycle. There's an awful lot of data that's underneath the surface. People are starting to experiment with how to build those causal relationships. And, you know, I think right now we're probably in the second or third inning of a nine inning game and, uh, you know, things are starting to pick up. Yeah. Do you have an opinion on, on sort of <laughs> where, where the most immediate challenges or where, um, a, a, a client of yours or, or, or a carrier might be able to get the most bang for their buck these days? Yeah, I mean, I think you bring up a, a lot of really good points here, Josh. I mean, that broker-client relationship is key. You know, most policies today are still sold through third-party brokers, you know, independent agents out there in the market that are actually touching customers, that are reselling, um, you know, insurance products from, you know, large insurance companies. So, being able to provide that broker with the tools that they need to be successful in the market is critical. And, you know, I don't think enough attention, certainly a lot of funding, but I don't think enough attention has been put into giving third-party brokers intelligence to position products appropriately in the market. I mean, it's sort of been, you know, hammer meets nail and, you know, you, you see the market with enough information and enough brokers and you generate revenue. But, I think the key now is how do we surgically start to look at brokers differently, make sure that they're enabled, give them the tools to be successful, just like you would invest in, you know, front-end self-service applications on your web portal. You need to enable those third-party brokers as well. But that side of insurance is, is not going to go away. You know, in your role, do you look at insurtechs or, or do you sort of try to try to find any, you know, collaboration partnerships Um to, to help leverage, you know, what you have within the four walls of, uh, or the four virtual walls of Oracle, so to speak? Yeah, no, we look at insurtechs all the time. And to be honest with you, it's uh, obviously the, the world has moved away from, you know, linear solutions that are all under one roof and we're now in this ecosystem mode. So, you know, speaking from an Oracle perspective, the way that we architected our public cloud solution, which is called OCI, it's open source. I mean, so you can get in, you can build APIs, you can actually federate across multiple applications and service providers. And we open up our platform to the entire FinTech and SureTech, you know, universe. There are a lot of niche players out there that provide solutions that, quite honestly, solve an immediate problem for the big insurance companies. And the ones that are learning how to play well with the InsureTechs are the ones that are going to succeed. You know, the days of saying, you know, I'm going to isolate myself and, you know, I know how to do this. I've been an insurance provider for 150 years. You know, don't tell me how to run my business. I think that is, you know, slowly going to become a reality that many people realize I've got to open this thing up and start to partner with these insure techs. But that's how we build our platform. You know, we would love to have, you know, the entire insurance industry use Oracle software or Oracle products or Oracle, you know, solutions. But we know that's not reality. But our cloud gives people the ability to really, you know, build those bridges, build those integration points, those APIs across a, a wide ecosystem of partners. Got it. So I'm kind of flipping back and forth on you here, but from a, a carrier perspective, so I know, you know, you're used to working with a lot of C-level executives. So are there, you know, any particular um, sort of uh, 
you know, job titles where you're seeing the most innovation sort of coming from the most interest um, or, or is it completely specific sort of to, to each organization? Uh, the one thing I will say that we're consistently seeing, especially over the last three to five years, is the emergence of the chief data officer. So I was just, uh, I just had a call with the CEO of a major uh, insurance slash reinsurance provider in the United States. Um, and the challenge they face is they cover so many different facets of the insurance industry. They do, you know, they provide um, life, home, property, casualty insurance. They also provide reinsurance. They also provide risk services for businesses and, you know, the, you know, the ability to hedge against risk with financial instruments. So they cover a lot of ground. One of the things that's a challenge to them is the ability to really stitch together across their silos within this company to identify commonalities between their customers. I mean, so, you know, they may be providing services to, you know, a large retailer and that retailer probably needs three or four different solutions that they offer. How do you construct the right relationship where you can tie all these products together? They, they can't do that now because their data is basically siloed. So the emergence of this chief data officer role is really helping to bridge the gaps internally, you know, with, within these companies. They've got large pools of data that have a lot of information in them, but being able to construct the right data architecture, whether it be through lakes and warehouses or whether it be through, you know, other mechanisms to really cross-reference this information and provide them the ability to do analytics at scale, that's the next evolution here. And you know, our view, at least my view, is that data is not necessarily a function that should fit within the CIO's world. I think the chief data officer needs to be a position that's elevated at the same level as a CIO, possibly reporting to the CEO directly, because the CIO, that role is, in my view, there to maintain infrastructure, assets, software, um, set the strategy and the vision for technology. The chief data officer is really there to provide vital intelligence and information to the C-suite to make decisions. So I know I see the two as complementary, but that, that role of the, of the chief data officer and the companies that are truly embracing that as a, as a strategic asset, uh, I think they're going to have a leg up. Yeah. So, Rob, um, you know, I know you're busy. I appreciate your time. Is there anything we haven't covered on this call that you'd like to add in before we wrap up? Uh, I mean, I don't think so, but I'll put a shameless plug in for Oracle. If anyone's interested in learning more about Oracle Cloud, please feel free to find me on LinkedIn. I'd be more than happy to have a conversation. But thank you, Josh. I appreciate your time and, uh, you know, best of luck. Yeah. No, uh, Rob, uh, great to have you on. Again, it's Rob Rowello. He's the Vice President of Cloud Strategy and Transformation at Oracle. And really appreciate having you on.